0: That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're listening to Jedi and Germs, a weekly podcast brought to you by Spreaker. I am Alan Zog, the Jedi. He is John English, the Germs guy. John, how are you?
1: I'm doing well, and thank you, Mister Zog. And now let me introduce you to the man who needs no introduction: the reigning, defending, undefeated, undisputed best producer of any podcast in the world, Devin
2: Masters. <laughs> I'm really going to have to turn that down because that, that, that got a little louder than I was expecting.
0: <laughs> oh, I don't know. It, it, it was really loud. And what's kind of fun is, <laughs> uh, hello, everyone. This is like the first time in well over two years that I have been in studio with Devin recording rather than in three separate places. So watching Devin as he's being introduced by John, Devin, Devin's, Devin's a proud <laughs> man when that's been when an introduction is going I'm, I'm, through. I'm
2: very proud. Um, I think it is deserved. I, I think I've earned this title, and yes. I, I appreciate the effort and enthusiasm that John brings each and every week.
0: I just, I just love that we're up here recording, so that you get to do the actual producing this time, so that the production value of the show suddenly is that much better.
2: I would be careful what you say, because there may not be a show this week. <laughs> this may all be for naught.
0: Okay, <laughs> John, you wanna, you wanna
2: talk some jazz? Uh, because they've played, like, a game since we last spoke. Yeah. They
1: did. You know, we we could be, like, one of those podcasts who records five times a week, but we won't. But we only have one game to talk about, and it was a delightful one to watch. The Jazz absolutely destroyed the Clippers. We know the Clippers have a lot of injuries. Jazz had a lot of injuries, too, and... I thought, I thought it was going to be a close game, and it was a blowout from the first minute. It was, it was so fun to watch. Did either of you watch it?
0: Yeah, most of it. Uh, yeah, most of it.
2: I, I told yeah, myself Jack- I wasn't when I saw the lineup. I mean, they were missing <clears throat> so many guys. And yeah. then I started watching, and I couldn't take my eyes off of it.
0: What I, I can't figure out is what the starting lineup was because, you know, I, I don't remember what it was because there was just way too many lineup changes, and I just couldn't remember.
2: Uh, Hernan Gomez got the start, yeah. And Rudy.
0: didn't not play start, I, or did he come off the bench?
2: I don't nope, not started.
1: It, the starting lineup was Conley, uh, Nikhil Alexander Walker, Royce O'Neal, Wancho, and then Gobert. Okay, and then your rotation was Jared Butler, Jordan Clarkson, Rudy Gay, and Eric Paschal. And he, Xavier Sneed got extended minutes, he got nine minutes. That's That's how big the blowout was and everybody else was injured. Um, We didn't know that Hassan Whiteside was going to be out, but he didn't play. And I do see that um, he's listed as questionable for tonight. So apparently he had injuries too. I wasn't sure if Quinn just wanted to experiment with small ball, but you think with that many injuries, he'd still want to play, but you know, Pascal got all the, all the backup center minutes and he was amazing. He scored 17 points in 18 minutes um, everybody was just doing great. The, the ball was flying all over the place. They had 30 assists on the night. You know, Rudy got 19, 16 and two blocks and he only needed to play 26 minutes. Um, it was, they just crushed them. They had more than doubled their score at halftime. If I remember right, it was something like 71 to 34, something like that. Yep. And so it was, it was just. A thorough stomping from beginning to end.
0: <laughs> I, think, I think the Jazz reached to the 40-point uh, uh, discrepancy between the two teams at one point in time, but then it came back down to about 30. I think it was back down to earth at 30 here after a while in the second half, but I think there was a 40-point margin at one point. So yeah, it was, it was never really close. And there was I – don't, I don't know. I mean, I didn't see it coming. Nobody really – I don't think anybody really saw it coming. You're missing as many guys as they were missing, and sure the Clippers were missing guys, but a forty point blowout. John was anybody? Re- I don't think anybody expected that.
1: Yeah, it's like you know the Clippers—they've been missing Kawhi and Paul George for vast majority of the season, but they're still a five hundred team. So you thought there'd be some fight. I thought the midseason trade they made was good, and they were missing Norman Powell, but I still thought, based on everybody the Jazz was missing, it was going to be a close game, and and Nope. Nope. Just knocked them on their butts and, and never looked back.
0: So the that only was... the only excitement outside of what went on win wise was uh, Terrence Mann got himself into a little trouble during the, uh, during the game there, got a technical um, off of what to me was a baffling situation. There wasn't even a foul there and he apparently thought there was, and it kind of just went crazy, but that was the really, the only ten- oh yeah tension filled excitement for the, for the night when it came to down to it. The other
1: thing about that night was it was it was an all female broadcast crew. Yes. How did, how did you think how they did?
0: I thought they did great. I thought they, I, I, I did. I thought they did great.
1: Yeah, I really liked the play by play, woman Kristen something. Uh, I, I'm not familiar with her, but you know, I, I, we all know Natalie Williams, and then Holly was there, and then uh, Jennifer Ozzie, I yeah. think was. Yeah. So every everybody was. I, I, I was entertained by the, the commentary. I thought they had a lot of good insights. It was kind of fun because it's such a blowout that they're just trying to find different things to gush about there in the fourth quarter. So
2: Yeah. I, I tend to think that's why the Jazz won. So I feel like we should uh-huh. maybe suspend, not really suspend, give a few extra vacation days to, to, bowl um, and to Bowler and, and Big T. No. I, I, I don't think they'd mind. Think of it like yeah. a, a spring break, like a second All Star break.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that that's okay. Yeah, just give them a, a vacation. It's 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 March. Send them to Hawaii for a week or something like that. I don't know. Let let the ladies call a few games. I I'm good with that. Yeah. Oh so, no, I thought it was a very well done broadcast for all of them. Um. All right, let's transition to what's coming up.
1: What's coming up is a very tough road trip and the Jazz are not going to be starting healthy. They do get Donovan back, um, but tonight against the Knicks, and as people listen, the Knicks game will already be over. But um, Conley is sitting out, and then Boyan's still out. House is still out. Doak is still out. Trent Forrest and Hassan Weisside are questionable. And if I remember right, Trent was questionable for the Friday game, and then he was ruled out a few hours before they started. So – you would think against the Knicks that wouldn't be that bad, but then it's they have Knicks tonight and then Nets tomorrow night, and then they have the Celtics and then they have the Hornets and then they have the Mavericks and then they face the Clippers again. And la- last time we talked about this, I I said I would feel really good about a four and two. I would still feel really good about a four and two because their health still isn't where it is. We just don't know how long these guys are going to be out. How many of them are going to miss how many games?
0: And I'm still saying four and two.
2: And I'm still saying three and three. Fine. But I, I will say this, and we'll find out. People are going to be listening. Donovan Mitchell will have a fantastic game tonight against the Knicks
0: because it's at home, essentially, right in front of in front of hometown crowd.
2: It, it is in front of his future home crowd. Oh wait, wait, not that. No, according to my <laughs> <No>. sources. <laughs> Donovan Mitchell wants to play for the Knicks. No, see. And so he's going to show out so that they make a ludicrous offer for him because we all know that he is not happy in the state of Utah. You
0: know what? Stop it because I was actually being legitimately truthful there. It is in front of his hometown crowd. Like he's not far from home there in New York City. So the, the future we no, oh, will
2: have a fantastic game. I expect he will have 45 points.
0: Oh, come on.
2: Okay, fine. I expect he will have 50
0: <laughs> points. <laughs> oh, gosh. Fine, whatever. I, I disagree. It's not his future home. It's already hometown for him. Dad's probably going to be, you know, probably in the office working things up for the Mets coming season, you know, things like that. So it, it's it's home. You know it's home. It's not future home. It's current home. He's still a jazz man, so stop it. Just just stop I'm, it. I'm just saying.
1: You know, Knicks don't know how to – well, let's put it this way. Tibbs doesn't know how to win without Derrick Rose in the lineup, and Derrick Rose is still injured, so I do expect the Jazz to win tonight despite all the guys that they're missing. Uh, the Nets game is going to be trickier. They will have Conley back, but we don't know if they're going to have Boyan back or not. And, you know, their injury situation is – well, let's see. Um yeah, Kyrie's not going to be able to play because the New York rules are still in place when it comes to COVID. Um, we know Ben Simmons won't be back. We know Joe Harris is out for the year. So, even though it's the second night of a back to back, I can see the Jazz winning that one as well. Um, and then, but you know, from there, who's is it? Boston next. Boston has been playing so good. In fact, I was looking at the stats. Uh, coming up, and I was just looking at since February 1st, which seems like a good chunk of um, seasons, a chunk of the season to pick from. Boston is the number one net rating of any team um, since February 1st. They're 14.4. Suns are second, Jazz are third. Uh, Boston, though, is going to be very difficult. In fact, I'll just go through these for the schedule. So the Knicks, the Knicks from February 1st, they are the 16th best team um the nets are the 20th they've they've been struggling as late especially when Kyrie doesn't play then boston is first charlotte is 13th um dallas has been playing well lately they are 11th and then the road trip ends with the clippers which you know now i'm really not worried about but you know that's you know honestly four and two still sounds pretty good
0: um, well and I if you have
1: Mike and Donovan and everyone else is playing the way they're playing then it's still it's still an okay prediction
0: the the, the one team I'm the one team the Jazz have to watch I mean all of this is going to matter like you, if you're if you're still concerned with home court advantage you've still got to win these games but the one game more than any of them that glares big is that Dallas game with a win you win the season series with a loss you lose the season series or or at least tie it or whatever it is so it that that's a big game. That game right there is probably the biggest one of this trip.
1: Yeah, they have. If it's tied, then it goes to something else, and then right. I think I think whatever the second la- layer is, I think Jazz still own that. Right. Um, but I would rather just get the win and agreed, not have to worry about it. And plus, I after the last couple games, I'm I'm finding. Doncic is quite easy to root against now. So I'm really hoping they get that Dallas game.
2: (laughs) He's become so annoying. Yes, please. I loved his game. Uh, uh, What was it? Last season, I think the majority of us picked Doncic. I think all of us picked him to be the MVP or the runner up. Yep. And now I'm just like, Mm -hmm. you are insufferable to watch. And he's still so talented, but it's a whine after every call. And before this somehow gets out to Mavericks Twitter and we go viral, I know we have Rudy Gobert. I get it. Okay. I get it. And I can be honest about that. But Doncic is bad and he doesn't have to be.
0: No, he doesn't. He's, I mean, he, it's, it's unfortunate some of the stars get to be this way because, uh, I mean, the one guy I wanted to hate for so long who truly is insufferable to watch play basketball is James Harden. Now we're putting Doncic at that level.
2: Yes. Yeah. That's John, that. yes. <sighs> John's at a loss for words.
0: Yes, he is. John?
2: I was on mute. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah. Um He he could
1: get to harden levels. It it takes a while to get there, but but all the whining and crying I've seen from him this year and the and the and the, the way he tries to draw fouls, it's funny because you know Harden tries to draw fouls too, but there's just something more theatrical about the way Doncic does it that's really obnoxious.
0: So yes,
1: and it actually it actually kind of reminds me of when I really didn't like Ginobili. I could all know, respect Ginobili, but I remember hating playing the Spurs because he would just he really knew how to throw his body around. To make oh yes, it look he like did. He was getting hit on every play.
0: But I think that Doncic is a higher level than even that. I think I think looking back, I, I, I wish I had Ginobili back because I'm telling you what, what Doncic has been doing makes it even more insufferable than what Ginobili was doing.
2: Ah, yeah. yes. European <laughs> players, right, guys? <laughs> anyway, no, I... Yeah, I... No one? Yeah, no. One. No, no, no one. one's going to say anything about no. my bad geography? No, no one.
0: No one. Okay. No. Um, <laughs> all right, so... That's the jazz schedule. I think we can go ahead and transition since we're already talking plenty of NBA players differences, you know, all this fun stuff. Let's transition over to some NBA. Um, I didn't look closely at the notes here, but I think one of the things you wanted to talk about was the standings. But before we do one thing that has, did we talk, had the Steph situation happened when we talked the other night or had it happened afterwards?
1: Uh, I, I can't remember now, but, um, we might
0: as well touch on it because I think, yeah. I think it holds some weight in what we've been discussing the last few minutes of, of the jazz needing a win over the Mavericks over positioning. It fits into the, the conversation of the standings uh, situation anyway. So Steph Curry yeah. out, they're saying indefinitely, but they'll reevaluate him in, it was supposed to be in what, f- two weeks. It's been a couple of days already, but the. they. they, they, they yeah. If I remember correctly, the reevaluation is supposed to happen right about the time they get ready to play each other again or near the playoffs there.
1: Well, what I heard is they're reevaluating in two weeks. And when they reevaluate in two weeks, that means it's probably still going to be another two weeks before he returns. Right. So they don't think that he'll be back before another. He might, he probably, the soonest they expect that he could be back was with only a game or two left in the regular season.
0: That's right. That's right.
1: And. You know, they they've been struggling lately anyway. And so to lose him, you know, they were they were on this nice little they had lost five in a row, but then they had won four in a row after that. And then this injury happens and, you know, they they've got their own road trip coming up. I mean, they play at home tonight against the Spurs and then they have their own five game road trip. So they're you know, they've got a difficult schedule, too. And Jazz are only three games behind them. Yeah. Um. That doesn't feel like that much when there's so few games left. I think I think Golden State only has eleven games left in their schedule. But you know, if if say Golden State, they're missing Steph for all this time, they go something like five and six and jazz can go eight and five, then bam, you're tied, and then I'm not sure where the tiebreakers are. I know they had that blowout win earlier. I'm trying to see.
0: Actually, by the way, they both have, have they, they both have twelve games left. Twelve, okay. Yeah, twelve each. Forty-seven and twenty-three, forty-four and twenty-six. They've both got twelve games left on their se- on their season.
1: Uh, yeah, they're one and one so far that they've played. Right. Oh no, no, there it is. Two and two and one. So, or one and two. So if the jazz can get the win against golden state which is going to be april 2nd and steph won't be back for that then then they're tied and then you have to go to other things right so you know that's that's going to be a big game um it is it is going to be in golden state but with with everybody they're missing that's that's got to be one that they're hungry for so it it actually suddenly is within the realm of possibility that the jazz can catch them, but they have to take care of their own business and they need their own guys to come back healthy.
0: Yes, they do. So, um, while we do that, then usually we end off with the West. Let's go ahead and hit the West standings real quick. And then we'll pop over to the East since we're already on the West.
1: Yeah. Um, You know, Phoenix lost Chris Paul a while ago, but they have they've been able to handle it without him. They've won four straight, so they're at fifty-seven and fourteen. They have a nine-game lead over the second-place Grizzlies. Grizzlies are only half game ahead of the Warriors, and then the Jazz are fourth. They're three games behind Golden State. Jazz now have a one and a half game lead over Dallas. Uh, Denver is sixth. They're a game behind Dallas there. and Minnesota, they've won four straight, so now they're only a half game behind Denver for that sixth seed. Um, Clippers are eighth, and there is a six-and-a-half game space between seven and eight there. And then the Lakers are ninth, and the Pelicans are tenth, and there's only a half game separating those two. So they'll be jockeying for position which one's going to be nine and which one's going to be ten. I mean, it's, it's going to come down to who has home court advantage in the play-in tournament between those two. Um, Spurs are two-and-a-half games. Behind the Pelicans, I doubt they catch them. Um, and then Trailblazers, they've been free fall. They've lost nine of the last 10. They're 12th. And then 13th, 14th, 15th is Kings, Thunder,
0: and Rockets. Okay. Um, real quick on the West. De- uh, Devin, you brought this up Wednesday when we recorded. And since Wednesday has happened, I believe the King has taken over the number two spot.
2: He has. He has. We 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 were looking at it and thought that it would happen in Cleveland. It actually happened last night um, in Washington, if I remember correctly.
0: Yes. So. Yep. So and he's he's got his sight sets on that number one spot now. i um, on to the next. But uh, you know, it, it's unfortunate though that it happens in a season where the Lakers have been in so much turmoil, John. Where they're just not the not what everybody wanted expected they could be. I think most of us that know what Russell Westbrook brings expected it. I don't know how any expert could not think otherwise, but um, it's, it's unfortunate because the King has a, has a milestone like that, and yet it pales in comparison to what the struggles they're having in LA are this year. Does it? I. I <sighs> I'd, I'd love to think he gets also. I I felt I would feel like if they were on the winning ways right now, it would get that much more accolades than it is right now.
2: I it, it would get more attention, but I don't think it takes away no anything. I mean, yeah. I mean to casual fans and LeBron haters, yeah, it, they're like, oh well, are they winning anything? But let's be honest, how long was Jordan not winning? Right, you know, he had his yeah. struggles at the beginning of his career. He yeah. did not exactly you know, have a great last season. Was it a single season he played with the Wizards? So yeah, I think it
0: was a single season. It wasn't great. His, I think the highlight of that season, but yeah. Yeah. And I think the highlight of one of those was the all-star game when he played in and he and Kobe matched up, but that was it.
2: Yeah. So, you know, LeBron has been putting up fantastic numbers (laughs) and the Lakers have had their struggles. They've been without Anthony Davis um they've had to deal with russell westbrook i feel like that should make this an even bigger accomplishment for lebron james that's fair that he's he's had to put up with russell westbrook and he's still getting so many in buckets. his
0: in his 19th season 18th season is it 19th how many seasons is lebron 19 19th. 19th in his 19th season he's doing this oh and he's had 250 point games over the last what two
2: weeks three weeks yeah yeah john yeah. What, what are your thoughts on it Well, I was,
1: I was looking at it. Um, he passed Kareem Malone in 113 fewer games than Malone played. Um, and he is on pace to pass Kareem at some point next season. Um, for example, the the amount of points he's behind Kareem, if he averages 17.5 points over the next 82 games, that means the rest of this season and deep into next season, he will catch him. So I think, I think he will easily catch him, you know, barring injuries. Another little quirk, uh, Kareem only made one three-pointer in his entire career to get his points. LeBron has made 2,133 pointers. Dang. So that helps. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, and how many three-pointers did Karl Malone hit? I mean, you know, he hit more than Kareem 85. did. Yeah, I was going to say he hit more than Kareem did, but wow. Yeah, that's that's yeah. nuts.
2: Well, I mean, when you get to the end of this, LeBron's going for 40,000, right? <laughs> He might as well. Yeah. He might as well, really. Yeah. I, I mean, what, what's what's Kareem's number? Do you have it pulled up? I just had it a second yeah. ago. Three,
1: 38,387 points.
2: Yeah. Gosh. And LeBron's going to pass him next season. And yep. LeBron wants to play with Bronny. And we know yep. that LeBron is going to average more than 17 points per game. LeBron James will score 40,000 points in his career. He will be a 40,000... 10,000, 10,000 player. And that is insane.
0: Oh, and he'll retire that. And oh, yeah, with three titles as well. And 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 Who everything else? else.
2: Who else are you going to give a bad time about three titles? No,
0: you shouldn't. <laughs> I mean, I know. Sure, he's been to the finals so many years; he's only won three. But come on, guys. It's a the numbers he put. Carl Malone. I know, and the numbers he's putting up just are ridiculous. Your, so
2: your boy John Stockton is zero for two. jazz fans. Let's stop using that against LeBron James. I
0: mean, we can't, we can't, uh, I, I have issues with the championship thing being talked about anyway, because I still, I mean, Jordan, the conversation of who's greatest Jordan or, 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 uh, or the King is, is a debatable topic always. But if you use championships as a barometer, then why isn't everybody talking about, um, the boss man himself from Boston, uh, Oscar, Oscar. No. Um, Yeah. Yeah, who had eleven titles? Not Oscar. Not, he's not, talking not, yeah, Bill Russell. Russell that's what Sorry, I meant. No, Get, I, you got me going on an Oscar there. Sorry, my bad. But yeah, Bill Russell, eleven titles. You're gonna make. you just gonna crown him like the king, and he's done. You can't go off of just championships, folks. You just can't. It's just. It's.
2: It's a team sport. It is, and there, there's value. I think John, right? There's value in being a a starter or a significant role player in a championship team. Yes. But when it comes to legacy, there's more to it than that. Agreed. Totally agreed. Yeah. So
1: Uh, something else to watch is LeBron is also on pace to easily. um, Climb the all-time assist leader standings. His problem is that Chris Paul is still playing too. Um, But LeBron is about 800 assists behind Chris Paul. Um Paul is third. LeBron I expect is going to be able to catch Steve Nash at some point next year too, to be fourth. And then it's just a matter of a race between those two. And we and, and Paul you know, he could maybe catch Jason Kidd at number two. Maybe. Depends how long he plays and how he's able to stay healthy.
0: I mean we discussed um, we discussed this the other day and I told you guys it's yeah. it's it's far and, and, and out of the possibilities that he'll that any one of them will catch John Stockton. It just won't happen.
1: Yeah, he won't catch John Stockton, but you know, Chris Paul, he's two hundred ish, two forty something games behind kid. So if he plays as many games as kid, I think he will catch kid to become number two. So, but that's, that's, you know, that's three more seasons and he's, he's, I don't know. Well, (laughs) the the way he's getting injuries, I don't think he's going to be able to have another 240 games in his career.
0: And now that we've, now that we've talked so much about the West and now LeBron and Carl and all these guys, we haven't even touched on the East standings yet.
1: East Uh, (laughs) Miami, Miami has a three game lead for the first seed which I don't think anyone really saw coming at the beginning of the season. I, I, we knew they'd be good, but I didn't think they would be the number one team. But we also didn't foresee a lot of these problems some of the other teams uh-oh, had. Nobody uh-oh, Devin. The Nets were going
2: to be eighth.
0: Devin's over here tooting his own horn.
2: Well, someone did think that Spolstra would be a, a coach of the year candidate. <laughs> let's, let's not forget.
0: Yes. Oh, <laughs> by the way, John, while we're talking Miami, they clinched the division this year, I believe. So you have the Phoenix yeah. in the West, who's clinched a playoff spot, and Houston has been eliminated. But in the East, Miami has clinched a division. Mm.
1: Uh, yeah. Devin had picked Spoh.
0: Oh, see, I was trying to look past that. Sorry, Devin. I just didn't want to give it give it to you on that one.
1: Thanks, John. And his <laughs> his uh, runner up was uh, Yudoka, and he's that's looking like a good second pick too.
0: Oh, look, all right, all right, quit it quit it see you
1: you had jenkins that's good memphis is number two i had williams and he's phoenix are the best team in the entire nba so everybody's looking good
0: with with memphis at number two i'm gonna go out on a limb and say that i still think it's gonna be jenkins
1: uh they are number two at 48 and 23 yeah i just which which is a better record than miami
0: yes And in a West, by the way, and they have John Morant. So I I Jenkins, you
2: know, let's, let's not (laughs) talk about this anymore. John, what's the rest of the East? East? He
0: hasn't finished the East East, yet, but
1: (laughs) yes. So Miami's number one tied for second Statistically is Philly and Milwaukee. Um, Milwaukee's played. They have one more loss and one more win. So you could say Sixers are the second seed because they have one fewer loss and that's, they could potentially stay there. So Miami, Philly, Milwaukee, and then fourth is Boston. Boston has been surging. Boston was in the play-in tournament for the first half of the season, and now they're they're just climbing up those charts. Uh, Bulls are in a bit of a free fall now. They're at fifth. Uh, Cleveland is sixth. They're they're five and five of their last ten, so they're just kind of hovering around there. Your play-in teams are Toronto, Brooklyn, Charlotte, and Atlanta. Uh, Raptors are only game and a half behind Cleveland and then eight, nine and 10 are bunched up right there. Um, and it looks like it's going to be those three. It's just a matter of what order they're going to be in. I think nets are talented enough at this point that they should be able to hang on to eighth and then Charlotte and Atlanta will just be fighting for who gets home court advantage there. And then your five lottery teams who will stay there are the wizards, Knicks, Pacers, Pistons, and magic, uh, Pacers, Pistons, and magic have all been statistically eliminated from the play in I expect Wizards and Knicks uh should follow suit soon. They're both thirty and forty. So that's how, that's how the East is shaping up.
0: It's interesting to me that that uh Brooklyn's where they're at. That they're that and, and I'm gonna draw a comparison. So last year you had the Lakers, everybody expected them to be the best team in the West or you know, one of the top teams in the West. It ended up being the Jazz and Phoenix instead. The Lakers free fall, they drop, they end up in the play in tournament, they're playing game, they play, they lose. Um, or they get into the first round of the playoffs, they lose to Phoenix in a seven-game series. I almost feel like Brooklyn's doing the exact same thing in the East, and maybe we're we're going to see the same type of situation where they're going to have to play for their lives in that playing game and then get probably Miami or somebody in that first round. Is Brooklyn really talented enough to make a run in the East in their situation? I just don't think it's going to happen.
1: Yeah, I I I can't put much faith in them, especially if Kyrie's not gonna be able to play home games in the playoffs. Right. And we don't know what Ben Simmons is going to look like when he comes back. They anticipate he'll only be able to play a game or two before the end of the regular season. Um another note as I'm looking at this, the Lakers are ninth seed in the West, but if they were in the East they would be thirteenth.
0: Holy crap.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, you you think about how bad the Knicks are, the Knicks still have a half game better record than the Lakers. Wow. So, you know, there it is.
0: Oh, just curious. Um, all right. We've probably spent enough time on the NBA. We could could have gone a lot more. That's a lot of stuff to talk about. So let's go ahead and move on to Devin's quick hits.
2: Um, You guys been watching March Madness at all?
1: No. I watched some here and there.
2: I, I went ahead and made a bracket early
1: morning, and it instantly got destroyed.
2: Okay. Okay. So, I mean, there's no perfect bracket left. So... <laughs> that that's to be expected. I haven't been watching much. Um, I've just kind of been following. So I think once it gets down to the sweet 16, then I'll probably get a little bit more invested. You guys feel the same or is that just me?
0: Mm, probably just you. Cause I am still not that invested in it and probably. Yeah.
1: Won't be. Yeah. Just- I, when it gets closer to the sweet 16, I'll be more interested. I'm, oh. I don't think I'm going to watch any games over the next few days, but.
2: Okay. You know,
1: it'll be interesting to see how far St. Peter's can go.
2: Yeah, yeah. That's that's one of the teams to watch. You know, I I will again be watching a Notre Dame basketball game this evening. Um, So we'll see how that goes. By the time people listen, it'll be over. Um, Let's talk NFL. Uh, There's been kind of some shakeup, a a few trades, things happening. Um, So I'm just looking at some of the uh the transactions so the rams get Allen robinson the second you you like this for them i mean they they add a a quality receiver to their uh championship roster i'm sorry
1: you blanked out on me i couldn't hear who you said
2: Allen robinson the second oh okay yeah i don't know who that um, is you don't know who that is? No. Didn't he play in Jacksonville? He spent the last couple seasons with the Bears.
0: I don't know because the biggest news I caught out of the out of LA was that Von Miller's leaving
2: but we can't we can't i'm i'm i know it's Devins the quick, quick hits. hits. i know i'm sorry do i don't that. know
0: i don't know who you're talking about you come
2: into my house Ugh, and you disrespect that was not me this what way? i
0: that was not what i meant I, that's i'm giving you the 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 element of just what i really know about some of these guys that's the only news i know okay. so throw me something i know otherwise i just have no okay. clue
2: okay robinson led the league in touchdown receptions in 2015 he had over 1100 yards in 3 of his 8 seasons he's a good receiver he just hasn't been in a situation where he's had a good quarterback. Now he goes okay. to Stafford. Okay, fine. Um, yeah. I just
0: don't know. Do I, I mean, John, do you know?
1: Yeah, I. he would have been farther down on my list of who you want to talk about first, but that also, <laughs> you know, he, he goes there because the Rams have traded away Robert Woods for a six-round pick, which I thought was pretty cheap, but... It makes sense, though, because they signed Robinson and then Stafford got this huge contract. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Okay. Well, how, how about this? How about we talk about Devontae Adams? Okay. Is that is that more? Yes. Do you know who that Ye- is? Yes. Yes, okay. I know who that is. Yes. He goes to the Raiders. Do you <laughs> like this for the Raiders?
0: I do like it for the Raiders. I don't know what was going through Green Bay to make that happen. That's rough, but I do like it for the Raiders. I think it's a very good pickup.
2: Do you think Aaron Rodgers is upset about that, John? I bet he is. A wee bit. A wee bit? Yeah, yeah. I, just a little I, bit. I mean, it seemed like they were really close, and Rogers says he's coming back to Green Bay and suddenly his, ch- his, his guy's gone. It's just like, <laughs> right? oh. Yeah. That whole he, situation. He finally agrees and then Yeah. Um th- there was a, another trade, I believe, and I'm not seeing it anywhere. McCaffrey gets traded to the Chiefs. Oh, they did. did oh, okay. Uh, I really? swear I saw that yesterday. And We all Google. I
1: didn't. I didn't know that. I I knew they got. I knew they got Juju Smith-Schuster, which I thought was interesting, because um, he hasn't been doing much in Pittsburgh lately. So maybe, maybe if he gets a change to scenery and he has Mahomes throwing to him, he can revive his career a little bit.
2: Um, I maybe I'm wrong
1: i'm He's, I'm scrolling, I'm not seeing anything on
2: McCaffrey oh maybe okay, maybe that was false. I thought I saw something that he was uh going to the the Chiefs, but when I googled his name, all that's coming up are uh Olivia Culpo's cheeky bikini <laughs> photos so yeah. I- I'm, I'm afraid Google to do the search.
1: The first story that comes up is Christian McCaffrey reacts to Olivia Coppola's cheeky bikini photos. So there's just it doesn't seem to be a lot of news on him right now. You
2: know, maybe we should be done with quick hits because I'm going <laughs> to check out these photos real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who she is, but I'm, I'm interested now. Um,
0: uh, notes to self shuts off. safe. You have safe search on or off? I ah, Never mind. We're, 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 we're not going to talk
2: about no, that. We're just, <laughs> all
1: right. Well, what about, um, I wanted to get your reaction on uh, Watson going to the that, Browns. That
2: that was where I was going to wrap up. Let's let's talk Watson. Um, I know yeah. you've got
0: strong words for this, Devin, because I saw him the other day on Twitter. So I,
2: I do have strong words. So it's Devin's quick hits, but John, I'm going to let you react first. Since you mentioned, there it. were literally dozens of accusations going
1: on, um, and. All the charges against him wound up being dropped, which on one hand, okay, all the charges are dropped. On the other hand, when you have that many women making accusations and yet nothing happens, it's like they can't all be lying. And it just shows that it's going to be – that it's just really hard for women to come forward. So he gets to go to a new place. He gets to have new scenery. uh, Doesn't seem to – I don't know. These kind of things, it's like – these quarterbacks can still play. I think of the Ben Roethlisberger situation where he was able to have a full career despite everything that was uh, thrown against him. And so Watson's getting the same thing. Um, You know, the the second an accusation shows up in Cleveland, you know, they're going to be all over it and everyone's going to be like, why, why did you even take this guy? That's, that's kind of where I am on that.
2: Well, here's the thing. The the charges have been dropped, but he still has, I think, twenty two civil cases going against him. So he he still got all these legal issues. They guarantee are, are him- they still
1: outstanding? The last thing I saw was there he didn't have any charges against
2: him. Oh, what was that? Let me let let's. Did you guys hear that? I didn't hear
0: that. No, what was that?
2: Oh, it just sounded.
1: It was these weird Skype beeps, but. Okay, that's weird here, and then it's just my side.
2: Uh, let's see what we can find here. We're, we're going to do some uh, live research.
0: We've been doing a lot of live Googling. Just keep the safe. Search oh, and I, on. I will
1: say that Watson going to Browns means Baker Mayfield looks like he's going to the Seahawks, which is a big step down from Russell Wilson. Still hearing the beeps. Did anything happen?
2: Nope, no, no, we're good. We're good. So if we run into oh, I'm getting
1: it. It looks like that is a warning that I have a poor connection. So that's something going on with my internet. But I can still hear you.
0: Okay, and we hear you loud and clear. So
2: great. Okay, Okay. so I'm looking through here. Let's see. There's no signing bonus. Blah blah blah. Let Let's talk about his money and let's not talk about all of these allegations against the guy. That's That's great.
0: And I think that's probably what's got Mm -hmm. you kind of worked up a bit, Devin, and I get it. I totally get it because this this is a guy who's been under fire. I mean, let's let's get it back to where this was really going. A guy who's been under fire for allegations, regardless of whether they were dropped, everything like that, and he's getting a massive payday here as he's moving elsewhere. And the NFL's had some issues with this kind of stuff over the years. Let's, let, what does this date back to? How many years does it date back to with the domestic charges, things like that? There's been some real issues in the NFL, and this is – only continues to show what what those issues are and what needs you know there there's some things that need to be done yeah
2: well, well, you have a situation like this, and i I'm all for looking into things and right. innocent until proven guilty, but when you have twenty plus there's something there allegations where there's smoke, there's fire, there's something going right. on, and you know the fact that this guy can come out of it with a $250 million payday. Mm-hmm. And it, if I'm wrong, I'm, I'm wrong, but I, I think there are still civil charges that are, that are going to be filed. I, I do. Um, it, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. It, it shouldn't be that way. I, I don't get it, but you know, at least he didn't, I don't know, gamble like bet a thousand dollars on a football game. Right. Oh boy. Well, who was it from the Falcons that got suspended for at least a season for? Right. Oh, uh, Ridley. For right. a, What was it, a $1,000 bet or something like that? I don't remember the money amount, but he got suspended for the entire season but, for that. But
0: here's the thing. The NFL oh. has the NFL has notoriously dealt with issues like this. We can go all the way back to, you guys remember the old story with Ray Lewis back in the day, right? We can go back to stories like that where, where there were allegations, where there were things that would happen. Players, you know. And suddenly, I mean, how many people even remember what happened with, with Ray Lewis anymore? Guy went on to have a Hall of Fame career. He went on to win a, a championship. And, and
2: and then become a broadcaster. And become a broadcaster. Yeah, yeah. And no, nobody,
0: knows, nobody goes back there and remembers anything that took place. You'd have to Google Ray Lewis and even know what I'm talking about. But, John knows. But it, it's – yeah. But it's, it's, it's not just that. Like I said, there's, dem- there's been domestic abuse uh, allegations, charges, everything with, with many different players over the years, and nothing ever seems to get done about it.
2: Nothing. It's, it's a problem with the league, um, and I, I don't know. I, I want to expect better, but I, I just don't think it's going to happen. Right. I just feel like this is what the NFL is, and they're fine with it as long as they've got guys who are going to make them money.
0: Yep. Any additional uh, thoughts on that, John?
1: Yeah, I, I was looking it up. and th- There was a th- think piece someone wrote just two months ago about how Ray Lewis is still haunted by these murder charges that got dropped. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I, I maybe you said this – my internet was bad, but just to clarify, there were nine criminal charges that stemmed from the 22 civil cases, and he will not face – all the criminal charges were dropped, but they're still – 22 civil lawsuits filed against them.
0: Good luck Watson. with that. Yeah, no kidding. All right. You have anything else on quick hits or is that No, no, I'm mad yeah. enough. Yeah, that's let's a good go place. To All right, let's move on to pop culture. John, you had one you had one item you wanted to talk about this week.
1: Yeah, HBO is doing a show called Winning Time, which is about the Lakers dynasty. Uh, takes place in 1979 when Jerry Bust first bought the Lakers. He's played by John C. Riley. It's a fun, it's a fun limited series. It uh, it has this. They they keep changing film stock, so sometimes you do feel like you're watching something that was filmed in 1979. It's, it's got a real grittiness to it sometimes. Uh, you know, right, Riley is great as Jerry Bust. It has Jason Clark as Jerry West. It has a lot of good up and coming actors who's playing all the Lakers. I've watched the first two episodes. The third episode, um, comes out today and there's going to be someone playing Ron Boone. So it's going to be fun to watch that. Um, cause it deals with, they, they're just getting to preseason. And this is the season where Ma- magic Johnson's a rookie. And then early into the season, Ron Boone winds up getting traded away from the Lakers over to the jazz. Um, so that, that's going to be fun to watch. I know someone was cast as Hot Rod Hundley, who's going to show up later, so there's there's that connection there that, to watch. But the the show in general is is really fun. It, it kind of shows how you know where the NBA was at the time and how Boston was the juggernaut and the Lakers were seen as as kind of a joke and a stepchild to the Celtics, and it has all that come across. Uh, Michael Chiklis is playing Red Auerbach and you know he he they're basically setting him up to be the villain he's the he's the guy who's used to winning and he's ruthless about how he goes about it so um anyone who has HBO and you know remotely enjoys the NBA it is it is so far it is a really fun watch and I'm 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 digging it so far
0: okay so that is called again what the winning winning, winning times winning time okay um winning I'm, time yeah it's
1: based on the book showtime by jeff perlman
0: okay i'm trying to think if i've actually watched anything since i mean it's not like we haven't talked just a few days ago there is one show that's on my radar a movie i watched like the tail end like 10 15 minutes of it and really need to go back and watch the rest and that is the Adam project on netflix familiar with that
2: the Adam project yeah an, yeah the ryan reynolds movie ryan yeah reynolds. i watched it last
0: night that's that's on my radar. I got to watch it. I haven't yet. What did you think, Devin?
2: I uh I enjoyed it. I thought it was interesting. You know, it it was it was fine. It was fun. But I I feel bad saying this, guys. Okay. But I think Ryan Reynolds is the same guy in every single movie. <laughs> <laughs> like he is always the smart-mouthed obnoxious but funny and charming guy like Every movie.
0: Uh, let me think. Sounds about, sounds about right. I'm, I, I'm t- trying to think if, that's, if there's anything that is debatable about like that.
2: Definitely, maybe. M- maybe. I don't know. I'd have to go back and watch it. But, John, am I wrong? Can you think of an example where Ryan Reynolds is not Ryan Reynolds?
0: I think he went on mute again.
2: No, I, th- I think he's thinking.
1: No, my my connection is so bad. I'm only hearing half of what you guys are saying.
2: Okay. See, he can't think of anything.
0: Okay, so th- th- do you want to repeat that, Devin, just in case?
2: Do you do you th- can you think of an example yeah. of a movie where Ryan Reynolds is not Ryan Reynolds, the same actor that he is in every? He's other almost film. played.
0: Yeah, he's almost played the same part oh. in every film he's ever been in. Yeah. No, I can't think of <laughs> Well, I mean, I go back Green Lantern. Was he the smart uh, the, the smart aleck guy yeah, in Green Lantern? He's, he's he always
2: the smart aleck guy. Yeah. I can't think of a movie where he wasn't. And I think that's just who he is. I agree. Like, I don't think that's acting. No. But I, I like him. I like the movie, Adam Project. It was good. It's like an hour and 45 minutes. It's not a huge, you know, lengthy film like The Batman. Yeah. So, If you're into that sort of thing or you think Ryan Reynolds is attractive, then go ahead and watch that.
0: I'm sure there are a lot of people out there that find Ryan Reynolds extremely attractive. Go ahead, Devin. Are you one of them?
2: I mean, he's okay. (laughs) He's I don't know. I'd I'd give him like an eight and a half on the 10 scale probably. I
0: I remember when Green Lantern came out and, and that's one of those movies that he looks back on and so many people look back on and go, okay, that was the worst film that he could have been in. It just wasn't very good. I enjoyed it. But there's a part of that film there that seems to always come up when talking about how attractive Ryan Reynolds is, is because there's a, there's a body shot of him in that, in that film. And it's just like I remember my wife going, yeah, he's a good-looking man.
2: <laughs> no, I, I, I think about uh, the one with Sandra Bullock. Oh. The, the proposal. The proposal yes. where, where he comes yes. out of the shower, if I remember correctly, or she comes out. I don't remember. <laughs> There was a lot of skin in a certain scene, if I remember correctly. <laughs> and I'm learning a lot about Olivia Colpo over here. Okay. <laughs>
0: oh gosh. Um, how did we get on this subject, Ryan Reynolds? No, no. You no. said
2: Adam Project. I watched. Oh. It. We talked about Ryan yes, Reynolds. Yes, Eventually, Oh, look at naked. you. Sw-
0: Why you got to bring the word naked into this?
2: It's a PG-13 or, I or, know. or a mature...
0: Okay, anyway, that said, I need to watch uh, The Adam Project. I've heard good things about it. My son seemed to like it.
2: Yeah, it's safe um, for your kids. That's what I was getting at.
0: No, there you go. And, and it, am, am I right? Like, this is... He plays... I guess he plays a character... <laughs> What is it? Past, present, future. There's a young version of him, an older version of him, and then there's him. Is that right?
2: Uh, without going too much into it and too many spoilers, um, time travel is a thing. Big thing. And he travels back in time and okay. comes into contact with his younger self. Okay. And, and kind of goes from there. So it, it's kind of a sci-fi action vibe. It's 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 good. Okay.
0: Well, and I it's come out with some pretty pretty decent reviews lately, so I thought I'd better check it out. I just haven't yet. Um, I really don't have anything else to add this week either, because I can't think I've really watched much of anything else. Um, Devin, is that about it for you? What you've watched?
2: Yeah, yeah. I've had like three or four days since our last podcast, so that was the only thing I watched besides Good Girls, and I'm almost done with season four. So.
0: Yeah. And John, I'd, t- I'd ask him if he's caught up on anything you and I have wanted to talk about, but it took him, what, six months to finish Cobra Kai. So, I, you know, I can't expect him to catch up on anything else.
2: John is a busy man. <laughs> I, I'm a busy man. I got places to go, people to see. I know.
0: I'm just messing with
2: you. He's working on his resume. He is going to be a <laughs> uh, WWE wrestling announcer. John, show us what you got. Well, this has been an exciting
1: episode of Jedi and Germs, brought to you by Spreaker. This has been Alan Zog, quite the gentleman. This has been Devin Masters, an awesome producer. And I only have one thing to say to the rest of you.
0: Bye, everybody.